Freddie, thank you very much uh, for joining us uh, on ATP Radio. It's uh, wonderful to have you here. Um, so you're obviously the coach of Felix Auger-Aliassime, but I want to really know about you and how you got started. So firstly, you were a tennis player yourself. Exactly, a long time ago. Now I played uh, in the 90s, you know, and uh, I had the best uh, ranking singles of 59. One title in Palermo on clay. I was more <laughs> a clay, clay court player. Allez. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so when, what, what age were you when you got started? Uh, to play tennis? Uh, yeah, I started uh, like uh, almost... Uh, Every player around six years old. With my, my dad was a tennis player, but uh, like a regional tennis player. And then I went to the, the process in France, you know, with the federation, you know, um, national center. And then uh, I decided to go in my hometown in Pau, southwest of France. I, I, I love my this region, and I built my own team. And we went through this all this process, the junior, the future. But at this time, it was a satellite challenger, and uh, and I I had my first title at 21 years old. And, uh, and after that, I decided to stay uh, in my region and to build like an academy. And I started there to, to, uh, to start to learn how to coach. That was important for me. And at the same time, I did the development of Jeremy Chardy. He was 12 years old. And we went together to this process. To, uh, he was top 30 in the world, you know, all together. So 12 years. So that means that uh, it was really important uh, foundation for me as a coach. And so going back to your playing career and you started at six, you said, and you went through the ranks. So were you always one of the best in France? Yeah, well, I was uh, because I won the Petit Zas under 14. So I was, uh, yeah, I was in the best, uh, the best uh, young player in France. And I went through, uh, I will say, uh, pretty fast uh, this, uh, this transition period between the junior and the pro. And did you always love tennis? Because a lot of people have, uh, we see a lot of, the parents are sort of pushing, um, but did you have that innate love that you were able to push yourself or was there some guidance from your parents? Yeah, I will say that uh, I love the, the game because my, my dad was playing and I was waiting, waiting him uh, when he was like doing some match or practice. I was <laughs> waiting him like to play five minutes and, uh, and uh, we were like doing a lot of walls at this time, you know, in the, in the club, that was good. But yeah, it was like something that, uh, and I will say the trigger, was like uh, I remember when I was young, I was watching those matches like between uh, between Borg and McEnroe, and it was a good trigger for me. And you talked about winning Le Petit A, which is the unofficial under 14 World Championships. It's an amazing event in Tarb, and the uh, winners list of that is just incredible. Do you remember who you played in the final? Do you remember the names in that draw? Yeah, I just uh, I don't remember. It was a, um, a Czech uh, guy, but he didn't make like top to, through the top hundred. But the year after, Michael Chang won won it. I remember. But uh, yeah, there were like uh, Arno Birch was a, a good uh, French tennis player. Uh, Bruguera was also at the, the, the same age. Uh, but yes, he, and he's still running. Yeah? This tournament is still famous. So it, uh, it's it's uh, 20 minutes from my home place. Um, so when you went pro, or what age were you when you decided to go professionally? Yeah, at 18. Okay. Yeah. And then how far did you get? So I stopped uh, at this time in the 90, we were like stopping a little bit earlier than now. I stopped at 29. Okay. So it was like 11 years career. And uh, yeah, it was interesting to, to see now that they are all the players almost, they, they go over 30. And in our period was the exception, you know, so just some few players were like playing after 30 years old. Do you remember any particular matches you played? Anything that stands out as a great memory? Yeah, of course, the, the victory of my title uh, in Palermo against Emilio Sanchez on clay. 
but also like playing of course uh, Stefan Edberg when he was number one you know uh, in Tokyo and a great lesson, lesson of tennis for me <laughs> at the volley uh, Pat Rafter in Roland Garros second round the years that he made the semi-final I remember like uh, yeah great athletic power you know uh, great kick, kick serve uh, Goran Ivanisevic of course with, with the serve I never played uh, because they are like the same age, huh? Sampras and, and Agassi, but we were like a lot with the same draw, but I never played those guys. I played a lot of time, Cleco player, Thomas Muster, uh, Sergi Bruguera. You, you lived in a tough era then. I mean, there's some really good players in there. You've got the Stefan Edberg, the rafters of the huge serving, then you've got fantastic Claycourt players as well. So you must have a lot of good memories from those times. Did you have any particular friends on tour? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I won't say like friends, but like uh, people that you, you, you we can see uh, after being player, they are coach or working in, uh, around the, the tennis. So it's good to have like uh, those uh, nice relationship. But I will say that I have most more of my friends at, outside the tennis because I, 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 I like to, to go out of tennis a little bit, you know, that's good also. <laughs> I think that's probably very healthy, actually. So the game from your generation to now, now your coaching is completely different, isn't it? Yeah, the, you, you can see the, the evolution of the game. Of course, it's, the rackets are, are like lighter. Mm. You know, that's, uh, so then the technique is, is a lot with the wrist now, the snap of the wrist, a uh, lot of acceleration, a lot of speed, you know, Almost every player are serving up to 200 now, and in my time was like few ones. Yeah. Uh, the, now, because of uh, yeah, we, the, peop, the, the, the price money are higher than in the 90s or the 80s. So then, uh, I will say all the top 100 players they are able to bring like uh, a big team, you know, like a physio, and they can work on the injury prevention. And so the the, the game is very athletic now. Uh, there is no weakness in the, in the technical. Uh, uh, tactical of, of fitness uh, of the of the players, so that means, of course, there will be always a difference with the quality, uh, uh, inner quality of the player. The mental also aspect is is uh, I would say that is uh, the one that you can make uh, for the for the moment uh, a big difference. So let's fast forward now to Felix. Uh, you're coaching Felix. Uh, what is the size of the team? We are always like two in tournaments, uh, at least two uh, on the team with, uh, with Felix. We are with uh, Andres Vial, who is from Chile, he's uh, the physio. Uh, I, I was working, with, now it's eight years that I work with him, you know, he was, uh, we were like together with Vacek Pospisil before. And, uh, and uh, of course, then you know that the big team, we have like uh, another physio from France that is covering more the Europe, Bernard Nivet. And uh, Nicolas Perrot with his uh, fitness, but the, fit, the fitness coach is, is going with us more in some tournaments, of course, to, to, to see the alchemy. And all, but he's uh, most of the time uh, during the off-season and the development period. And of course, uh, for, uh, since last, last year, we have uh, the chance to have like uh, Tony Nadal as a consultant. Uh, which uh, is very uh, positive for us. We definitely need to talk about Tony, but let's now rewind. So let's say a team of five or six. Now, when you were playing, what was your team like? 70% <laughs> of the time I was alone, you know, that's the big difference, huh? of course, because, uh, because of the, 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 the price money. Huh? It's, uh, even if I was like top 100 player, but we were just like the two, two, two up 20, they were able to bring the coach almost all the time and, and uh, a physio eventually, but uh, this is the big change. But I forgot that also we have like uh, Malika, the sister this week with us, who's like choosing uh, 
for a good good restaurant to stay healthy that's important and Bernard Duchesneau is is the agent of Felix okay yeah you got the female in there so that's Felix's sister yeah. very very important the to balance. take care of everybody good i like that um so then now let's talk about uh, Tony Nadal he of course um came onto your team last year to help initially with the clay court season but are you in constant contact with him Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we decide uh, at the end of 2020 that to take like uh, somebody who, who did some some. Uh, I, li I like the mountain, so this kind of person who did the, the high summit, you know, have the experience. And uh, and and Tony uh, Nadal was like uh, matching with uh, our value, the value of Felix, the value of the education of Felix. Some somebody like with strong value, you know, and of course with this experience. And it was not just only for the clay. It was like in general to to stimulate Felix, but to stimulate also myself, you know, to have an external eyes, uh, and uh, and so he was able to come with us a few tournaments on clay, in the, and and also in the U.S. Open, but we are like in constant relation uh, uh, before the tournaments. We we do like talk with Felix, uh, Tony, and myself, and then I am in contact like almost before the match, after the match with Tony. I'd imagine a lot of coaches uh, sort of feel a little bit more insular in that they don't want to have any outside presence but you obviously have that growth mindset where you want to have another voice and especially someone uh, that has a nephew who's won 20 majors there's an awful lot to learn isn't there and I presume even with your experience there's still lots of life learning and lots of learning in tennis yeah I mean uh, for everyone it's important to always learn huh? it's like uh, and more you learn more you know that uh, you need to uh, yeah to be in this mode And uh, I will say, like knowing Tony uh, since now more than one year, uh, I really like. Uh, of course, there is uh, Rafa Nadal, lot of quality, but you can see also what uh, what uh, what what were the foundation and uh, and the kind of person, uh, which is Tony. You know, good value, uh, uh, very good value uh, people with like uh, strong uh, education. You know, simple in the messages, and this is uh, very good. So how have you changed Felix's training and mentality since working with Tony? I mean, uh, we we just like pick like some some uh, some few things, but also like he was confirming that we were like in the right direction in in some um, aspect of of the game, and then he he also like bring some uh, few positive things, you know, around, around the tactical game or technical game, around also of course the the, the mental game, you know, and I will say that he. What he, he brings a lot uh, to Felix and to myself also is this kind of uh, confidence, you know, that you you have some somebody on your side, uh, like the quality of uh, with the quality of Tony. Do you see when um, Rafa is training or playing the intensity that he brings? Is that something that Felix has been able to almost improvise and um, practice now that he's also working with Tony? I mean, uh, we are. We have to to say that uh, this intensity that it's uh, the idea also of Felix that he has always you know because he is like a great athlete so it's uh, it's uh, it's his strength you know to be like uh, to be inter intense and he has that like since he started with his father you know the the, the intensity is his idea so then after it's like uh, year after year and of course with Tommy like to let's say to organize. Organize this intensity. That's the that's the work that we are still in process. And um, you've mentioned the word values a few times. I know that uh, Felix has amazing values. He works with several charities, and he seems like a very bright young man. How important is that to you to work with someone who's uh, really thinking sort of outside the box and not just about himself? Yeah, it's for me. It's very important because uh, uh, I have the 
the luxury in one way, but to choose, to choose my project when I work with a player and uh, knowing the parents of Felix now uh, since uh, more than four years, uh, I can say that uh, Felix was, uh, had a really good education and this is more uh, the, his father and his mother always like uh, repeating in the, uh, that it's very more important that to be like uh, at first like to be a good person and then after to be a good tennis player and this is really what uh, Felix is and like this of course as a coach uh, it's really important because I'm more than I'm 52 years old in, in March and it's important of course there's a tennis but we are spending a lot of time out of the court and to be able to exchange with Felix to di on different subjects, you know, we talk politics, philosophy, geopolitics, different subjects, you know, with the, uh, the actuality also. And it's very important because like this, uh, as a coach, you need to, yeah, to continue to, uh, to recharge, you know, from the things, but also to continue uh, our education, you know, at Felix, myself, you know, the team, it's, uh, we need to be like, uh, to continue our growth development. He sounds like the whole package. And I presume, like you said, it's probably come from his mum and dad. And I know that he started playing tennis with his dad and his sister, who you've also mentioned uh, was a player. So when did he stop with dad? And when did you start with Felix? So I knew that he, he went to the National Center, but we have to confirm But I think around 13 or years or 14 years old, he went uh, from his dad to the, to the National Center in, uh, in Montreal. Mm -hmm. And then I start with Felix um, in the uh, beginning of 2017. So uh, he, so he was like 16. Years. Yeah, mm -hmm. he was 16 and turning 17 uh, in August. And uh, so I will say yeah, I was working with, uh, they were like Guillaume Marx, who was like the coach of the National Tennis Center. So we were like uh, in, a, in a duo together since uh, the end of 2020. And, uh, and at one point, uh, Felix wanted to have like just one voice, you know. And uh, of course, my, my, uh, I have a family, I have two kids and my kids now are, are like older. So it's easier for me to, like you, you told me, like to, to travel more and to be... Uh, to be uh, really like engaged uh, with, with the, the project of Felix. And you started with Vasek Pospisil. I don't know if he was your first player that you started traveling with. Is that right? No, no, I started. My, my first player was uh, with uh, Jeremy Chardy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's when cool. he was 12 years old, Jeremy Chardy, I went through all this process and to the top 30 uh, on the ATP tour. So as a coach, it was like, important for me to do all this process because you, you can really go at every stage and that was important. And after I worked like two, uh, two years with Caroline Garcia, but more like as a, with his dad, because the dad was the coach. And then four years with Vacek Pospisil, because he was uh, 21 at, at this time. And Tennis Canada uh, contacted me to, to do a try with him. And then we, have, we were like successful with, uh, during four years. So two French players in Chardy and Garcia, and then you moved the Canadian way, but obviously French speaking. How important is it to have the, the same language? Uh, I will say that with Vacek, is uh, more is from Vancouver, so it was in, in English, but he has a good uh, good base in in France, French, so we were like mixing. <laughs> but uh, it's important for me. Uh, yeah, I will say when I was working with Vacek, I will say that it was interesting to work in English because I'm a kind of a, a, a person and a coach that uh, I'm more like uh, to go like with like not too much information and like uh, going in another language. It was good because I, I had to be just precise, few words, keywords, and uh, uh, I'm still going also with that, you know, more and more with Felix, because the, 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 the player has to be his captain, you know, to find uh, their own solution. We have, of course, to build uh, tools with him, 
uh, to, to be the guardian of the process, you know. But for me, it's important that, uh, for me, less information is better than too much. So keep it simple. Exactly. Um, so with Felix, how far can he go? He's obviously a tremendous talent. You've mentioned how athletic he is, what a great mindset he's got. Uh, and I know this is difficult because you haven't got a crystal ball, but how far do you think is his potential? I mean, uh, there is no, for me, I don't like to put limits, you know, that is also because we, 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 we don't know. And it's, uh, if we start to fix, like, of course, we can always like, uh, put some goals, you know, some steps, you know, some process goals. This is really important. Like this, it's important to have a direction. And then after you adjust, you know, like in a match. But with Felix, uh, he's 21 years old. He's nine in the world, you know. He, he, he's already in the top 10. So we can imagine that he can go further. Amazing. Thank you very much, Freddie Fontaine. What a wonderful uh, uh, for experience for me to talk to you and uh, it's uh, fascinating to hear about all your life and your experiences and uh, very best luck with uh, Felix in the future. Thank you, Candy.